Hi, my name is Rachel Niagara. Greetings to everyone. Thank you so much for coming back uh, to our channel. We love you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on Podbean. We love you as well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Nothing that you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus, let's say a word of prayer. Father God, Lord God, we just thank you, Father, for being who you are, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord. Uh, for being worthy to be praised, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for being worthy to be lifted up, worthy to be glorified, Lord, worthy to be exalted. Lord, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am. And for that, we give your name the praises. We give your name the honor. We give your name the glory. We say, blessed be your name, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just appreciate you on today, Lord. Lord, we just thank you, Father, Lord God, for those, the earbone of the listener. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for giving me words that are seasoned, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for enlightening us today and inspiring us, Lord God, whichever way you choose to come. Lord, we appreciate you, Lord. We thank you. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you what, saints, it's one of those things where uh, I'm excited, right? I'm excited that you and I are living, learning, and growing together. Amen. Living, learning, and growing together. Uh, I had a few complications with the camera on this morning, so we're kind of doing it a little different. Uh, we'll see how it holds up. Mm. Uh, we'll just see how it holds up. Amen. But yesterday we left off on, um, Psalms chapter 19 verse seven, which was talking about the law of the Lord is perfect. Okay. The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul. Amen. Converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise the simple. All right. Making wise the simple. Now, we are going to go ahead on and finish this. Amen. And allow the Lord to have his way. Amen. So, in verse 8, the statutes of the Lord are right. Now, the statutes of the Lord are right. Amen. The statutes of the Lord are right. So with that being said, saints, you know, uh, the, the, the name of Jesus, uh, was under attack. It's still under attack, but, uh, a couple years ago, I mean, people were really, 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 you know, coming up against, uh, the name, right? Coming up against the name. And so now it's the word, it's the word, the word is under attack and, it's up to you to hold the the banner. Amen. The hold the torch. It's up to us to hold that torch. Amen. And we have to hold it unapologetically. We have to hold it being unashamed. Amen. We have to hold the torch. Amen. And without the word of God, okay, we don't have a shield on. We, we're not covered. And every last one of us know we're in a battle. Amen. We're in a battle. And without us being covered, because the the word tells us this is where we get all of our instructions. If we didn't have the word or if we just use the word loosely, uh, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. If we use the word when we want to or... You know, here a little, there a little. We're in trouble because the Bible tells us, and if we omit the word, then we omit what the Lord tells us. And Jesus 
is the one that came and paved the way. He says, I am the way, right? The truth and the life. So with that being said, he is that way. That way that Jesus walked, went through everything, still walked, still made it. Still was able, this part, to pull others out of hell with him. Pull others out. So this is the way that I want. The way that has been tried, tested, and approved. The way that is not just thinking about me, but thinking about others. That way is in the word. Okay. So if we begin to look at the word like, mm, eh, you know, you know, we just use it when we want to, then we're, we're not going to be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. We won't be able to stand if we disrespect the word, the very words of Abba, the very words. If we hold it like it's not sacred, his words, if we hold his words like it's not sacred, how then shall we stand? Amen. He told us when you've done all you can do. Now, how many, how many feel like you've done all you can do? Okay. So if you feel like in this life and you might be 23, and you might, you might feel like you've done all you can do. You know, life is not like it was 20 years ago. Life is not like it was 30, 40, 50 years ago. It's progressing. Amen. And with that being said, somebody 25 years old is, is like, you just starting to live. Somebody 22, you just starting to live. But you will be surprised how many feel like I've done all I can do. If that were not the case, then people would not that age be committing, you know, unliving, un, un, how do they say it? Uh, suicide. Okay. People would not be unaliving themselves. Amen. At the age of 18, 19, 20. People think, hey, I've done all I can do. So I love the scriptures because, you know, it fits us all wherever we are and wherever we are in our lives, wherever we stand, the scripture fits us all. Amen. And with that being said, the Bible says when you've done all you can do, stand therefore. So stand, okay, with the helmet, the helmet of salvation. All right. Then we're going to stand with the breastplate of righteousness. We're going to stand with the loins of truth. Our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Uh, we're going to have the, the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. All of these things that is going to help us stand against the fiery darts of the enemy. All of these things. The word of God. So you and I, we have to fight like never before to keep the word of God on the table of our hearts. 
so that we might not sin against the Lord. Okay. So that we might not sin against the Lord because it's very easy to, to, to take the broad way. It's very easy to take the broad way, but those that are choosing the straight and narrow is only a few there be that find it. It's only a few there be that find it saints. And this is just one of those things, you know, that we have to think about, pray about like, Lord, I want to love you so much until I respect what you say. And even though I might find myself maybe uh, falling short somewhere, you hold this in, you hold that in, but just falling short somewhere. I know, Lord, that you're the helper. You help us. You send the Holy Ghost to comfort us, right? And as I'm casting these things before you, and as I'm laying these things at your feet, and as I'm continuing, Lord, I need your strength. I need you to strengthen me in this matter. I need you to go before me. I need you to cover me. I need you to hide me, Lord. I need you to help me. All of us, none of us, okay, all of us, excuse me, have fallen short of the glory. But there are some of us that are at the feet of Jesus. Okay, the the one that got caught in the act of adultery, she found herself at the feet of Jesus. So, did it mean that, hey, you know, you was not wrong? Didn't mean that. It didn't mean that, you know, she didn't, she wasn't caught in the act. Yes, she was. But she wasn't the only one. But still, she found herself at the feet of Jesus. And when I, every time I think of this story, I think of the bride. Amen. Many of us, we, we fall short in areas and this is not to give us an excuse. Oh no. But it is to show us it from the word because your father love you so much until he says, I'm going to leave. I'm going to sprinkle a little a couple of examples here. I'm going to sprinkle a couple of examples there. Sprinkle, 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 sprinkle all through the word. I'm going to season it real good. And then I'm going to serve it up to those who really love me. And those who really love me will take heed to my word. And they will see the examples of people, literal people that I left. These people literally went through these things and the Lord allowed it because I have children that are coming down the line and I need them to know that when you find yourself falling short, that it's not okay to stay there, but you don't, you know, the work, the Lord, he's, he's there to what? To, to walk with us in the valley of the shadow of death. The Lord is. And so with that being said, it's not okay to stay there, but it is okay to find ourselves at the foot of the throne saying, Lord, I need help in this area or Lord, whatever. I need you to try the reins of my heart. Whatever you see in me, that's not like you. Lord, I need you to come in. 
I need you to fix me, mold me, make me, shape me, help me. Amen. So the word, can you see that the word is what we have? You can buy a brand new house, pay cash, but you're going to pay taxes on that house. And this is how much things that we have are not ours. You're going to pay taxes on that house. Stop, stop paying taxes on that house for five years. Stop paying taxes on that house for 10 years. Just stop paying taxes and see where you end up. All right. So when it all boils down, the word is all we have. This. And I know when we look at the whole world, whole world, I know that it looks so marvelous and so shiny and all this and all that the attributes. When it all boils down, though. Guess what we have? When it all boils down, the Bible is what we have. Babe, I know you can't see. The Bible is what we have. The word is what we have. When it all boils down, amen, this is the only thing that we will be able to take away with us. Our clothes, I could be pass away in Dos and Gabbana. I could pass away in Sean John. I could pass away in Louis Vuitton from head to toe. It don't mean those clothes are going going with me. Those clothes are not going with you. That stuff you have, that stuff not going away with you. When the Lord says, when the Lord calls your name, and when the Lord calls my name, when the Lord calls our name, the word is all we can take with us. I can have nine figures in the bank. I can have people loving me all over the world. Oh, people. Oh, people. All oh, these people love me. They love me. Every time I come in a room, they cheer, they yell. Oh, they love me. But when it's all said and done, and when I'm there in my quiet place, knowing that this is it now, this is all I got. This is all you got. You mean to tell me you're going to let this, the devil take this away from you? You mean to tell me that the only covering that you have, you're going to let the devil take it away from you? Oh, we don't need that. You don't need that. We don't need that. You mean to tell me the only thing we have you going to let the enemy take this away from you, the word of God? 
walking in this dark world. You mean to tell me you're going to let the devil and whoever he chooses to get in that will allow it. You mean to tell me you're going to let the devil take your lamp and your light away from you? Your lamp to walk in this world that's dark. Your light to walk in a place that's dark. No. Many people think that this is too much. It's just the word of God is. But do you know that the Lord telling, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, listen to me, listen to me. Do you know that the Lord, he's going to, he's not going to chalk it up as, you know, you didn't, you didn't know, or she didn't know, or he didn't know. He's not going to, he's not going to, he's not going to put it in the category that we didn't know. He's not. He's going to put it in the category of you, he, she, they were ashamed of me. And because you, he, she, they were ashamed of me. All right. I'm going to be ashamed of you before my father in heaven. So when you say, uh, Jesus, hey, hey, you be like, I don't know you. I don't know them. What? But Jesus, me and you. Man, you, no, but no, no, no. See, I was just the door. I was the door to Abba. I was the door to Abba. Amen. And with that being said, saints, we lost YouTube, but we're going to keep on here. With that being said, being the door, amen, him being the door, he's going to say, no, no, uh uh-uh, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? So it's up to me and you, all right, to take this word seriously. Because honestly, this is all we have. It's all we have, saints. When it's all said and done, it's all we have. When people tell you, you know, I was trying to say yesterday that if we can get a a good impartation, amen, if we can get a good impartation from somebody, right? If we can get a good impartation, we can get a bad impartation. You understand? We can get... We can get bad. We can hear bad doctrine. We can hear heresies. We can hear all type of stuff. And that stuff can be imparted into you, into me. So this is why we guard our heart with all diligence. Why? Because out of it is going to flow the issues of life. Amen. Out of it is going to flow the issues of life. Amen. And with that being said, you know, I really hate, I really hate, let's see. I really hate that we lost them. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, yeah, there go. Okay, so out of it flows the issues of life. Okay, and then with that being said, saints, it's you and I that have to guard ourselves on a daily, on a daily, because the the enemy is looking to impart doctrine into you that is going to get you killed. All right, the enemy is looking to part, uh, impart doctrine into me that'll get me killed. Okay. And a lot of times he does this by people that we trust. I trust you and I trust you and I trust him and I trust her. Okay. Now, now that you trust them, this is a perfect candidate to use because you trust them. This is the perfect one to use to get you what thrown off, to get you to look back, to get you to condemn the very words that we stand on. We like literally, literally in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God literally. So if the word was God and we're reading the word, how is it that we can be confused that this word is not God? It's God's words. I am my word. Have you ever heard anyone say, I am my word? Most oftentimes, it was those in time past, the older generation, the men used to say, you have my word. I am my word. I do what I say. Amen. And with that being said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Do we believe? Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. If you only believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. All things are possible. If you only believe. Yeah, believing all things are possible, but believing in the word of God and the enemy, he's trying to claim the prophets. Amen. He's trying to claim the apostles. He's trying to claim, okay, the pastors, the teachers and the evangelists. Why? Because these are what perfect the saints. It's these that are going to perfect the saints. It's these that are going to show you how to go, when to go, where to go. Okay. When to hide, when to go, because those of us of wisdom the prudent man is going to do what amen and so with that being said it's up to us to make sure that this word is what head you know why because the enemy comes in like a flood but the spirit of the lord is going to lift up a standard against him hallelujah how can the spirit of the lord lift up a standing against the enemy when we say the word is of naught Ta-da! how can the enemy hallelujah not come in and not take us over hallelujah and not prevail against us when we say that the word Word is of naught. That the word we don't need it. We don't need the word. You say we don't need God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So how is it that we can proceed forward believing that we don't need the word when the Bible says 
Well, I can say, if I say we don't need the word, that's, that's the ultimate lie. That is the ultimate lie of the enemy to cut life off from you, to cut life off from me, to say, we don't need the word of God. You don't need the word. Wait, 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 wait. In the beginning was the word. And the only way to show you, to show me that we do need the word is to tell you what the Bible said. But how can I tell you what the Bible said if you don't believe the word? Do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's a damnable heresy. It's a damnable heresy to say we don't need the word. It's a damnable heresy. I heard, okay, a man, it was Carton Pearson. Carton, it was you. I heard him say that I was listening in an interview and Carton said these words. What the things I believe, he said it goes against, okay, the Pentecostal church. He says it goes against. And it's probably not the, the, the exact words that he said. So, but I, the words that he did say exact, exact words. I'm going to tell you which words it was, which was, you know, it goes against the Pentecostal belief. It goes against the regular church person belief. But these are the words that Carlton Pearson, he, like word for word, he said it goes against the Bible. Huh? No, 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 no. I love you. Okay. We love you. But the, when the blind lead the blind, the Bible didn't say that the blind and, 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 and the ones that were following the blind didn't fall into the ditch. No, the Bible said that the blind lead the blind and what it, what they all did what? Okay. So with that being said, you and I have got to make a business move. Do you hear me? I'm telling you that heaven and earth will pass away. And with heaven and earth passing away, flesh is going to pass away. And you and I, we cannot be hung up on flesh. The flesh of man. We can't. We cannot be hung up on the flesh of man. Because if we get hung up on the flesh of man, we're going to die. There are future prophets that all the Lord is saying is, you got to make a decision. I'm going to use you so mightily, but you got to make a decision. Future prophetess, future handmaidens, future apostles, prophets, okay, future teachers, pastors, just future evangelists. The Lord is saying, all I need y'all to do is make a decision. Go ahead and make your decision. Count up the cost because a lot of people are not going to like you because you're not going to Broadway. And a, a good way to see is there are a whole lot of people going the way I'm going. Or is there just a few people going the way we're going? Because now is the time to understand where we are understand because if you deny me who are you Lord I am the word and if you deny me I'm gonna go a little further and I might ruffle some feathers but if you deny me 
Okay. I'm going to deny you. If your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your cousin from the alley deny me, I'm going to deny them. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter who it is. It don't matter who it is because God already told us that he has no respect to a person. So if you deny me, he already said, I love you and I'm rooting for you and I want you to make the right decision. But, but if, just if you deny me, deny me for what somebody else said. Because you love flesh more than you love me. If you deny me, I'm going to. It's not a maybe. It's not a might. I'm going to deny you. Before my father in heaven. People can say that this word is not. What we need and but saints, if we don't continue to hide, if we, you, me, we don't, you mean to tell me you got, you have, you have three bars of gold, you, three bars of gold. And you're going out of town. You're going to the store down the street. (laughs) And you mean to tell me you're just going to leave those three bars of gold on the counter? You're going to leave them out on the counter? You're going out of town. You're going to fly across the country. You're going to leave those three bars. Your three bars of gold. That's all you got. You're going to leave that out on the, you're just going to leave it out somewhere. You're going to hide it. Most of us are going to get a safe. Most of us are probably trying to take it with us. But if you had to leave it, you're going to leave it out. Well, you know, Uncle Tom them got a key to your house so they can come in there and feed your cat, feed your dog, feed your whatever you got in there. And you know they got a key, you know, you know, and you, you don't know, you don't know who's going to come in there. You don't know who's going to break in there. You don't know who, what thief's going to break in there and steal. So you just leave your treasure out? No, you're going to hide it. So this word is to be hid. Hallelujah. This word is to be hid on the table of our hearts. That we might not sin against God. Amen. This word. Is to be hid. On the table of our hearts. So that we might not sin against God. Let's see. Hold on just a second. I realize that that I 
it's it's in Psalms one nineteen ten through eleven, and we're gonna go over there. I realize that I say we're gonna read. Let's walk on water. We're gonna read from the book of this, this, and this, and this. But I don't. And this is one of the things I love about the school of the Holy Ghost. He does it. it it's not. He don't make. He doesn't make you stick with the text. This is what I study. These are the scriptures. Bum, bum, bum. We're talking about faith right now. This is the scripture. Bum, bum, bum. These are my notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And when we get out here on this date, we're going to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then this is great because. And then after church, oh, that was a great message. And this was great. Oh, that was great. And I, oh, yeah, I understand that. But, but, but the leading of the Holy Ghost, he's like, almost, I, you can start out with this. Um, you might start out with this, what I gave you. But if I so desire to tell you to go to, go over here and you ain't read over there in two months. Or go over here. Or go over there. This is when we're led by the Spirit. And I'm not saying that the Lord won't give you a note. And then say go out there and stick to this note right here. I'm not saying he won't do it. But I'm saying that's one of the things that I really have not experienced in my four years of podcasting. I In my four years of podcasting, I have not experienced being able to stick with the notes because every single time the Holy Ghost is moving and moving and moving and moving. Why well, I said, we're going to finish Psalms 19. We're going to go back to uh, verse eight. The statues of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure enlightening the eyes. So we did that yesterday. So during verse nine, Verse 9 says, the fear of the Lord is clean. Do you wonder, you ever wonder why so many dirty, 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 dirty folks around? They're dirty, dirty. Just treat you so dirty, dirty, dirty. You know? They see you behind them. They just let the door just slam in your face like you couldn't just act like you wanted to hold a door. Just enough for me to get up there and get it. You just, you just, you know? But it says, the fear of the Lord is clean, but the enemy is using those that will open themselves up to, to influence me and you to take the fear of the Lord away from our hearts. However, will we be clean? However, will it be me and you over in revelations that, that the bridegroom is rejoicing for? Okay. Because the bride has made herself ready. However, will it be me and you? If we don't fear the Lord, if we don't fear his word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. How is it that me and you will be the ones that are the bridegroom is rejoicing over in revelations? Okay, because she made herself ready. How is it? Revelations 19 and 7. Let us be glad and rejoice. Give honor to him. For the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife has made herself ready. Do we believe? Do we believe? Do we believe? And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen. 
Why? When I tell you, when I say fine linen, what do you think of? What do you think of when I say fine linen? When I, when, to me, when I say fine linen, uh, clean and white, well, there you go. Because what I was going to say was, when I think of fine linen, I think of something that's clean. I think of, when I say fine linen, I can just see, uh, you know how the older people used to wash their clothes and hang the clothes out on the line to dry? I can, when I say fine linen, I just picture the wind blowing through clothes that are all white on the line. These clothes are all white, no spots on them. And the wind is blowing through these clothes. And all you can smell is the smell of bleach and the smell of a really nice fragrance of soap. Just this smell, the the light breeze is blowing through the clothes. And this is what I can see. I can picture clean clothes, cleanliness. I can picture this. It's clean, right? Well, verse 8 says, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed. Oh, what are you going to put on? What clothes you going to wear? What clothes you going to wear? What clothes you going to wear? Okay, that's all right. What garments are you going to wear? What garments? That's okay too. What are you going to be arrayed in today? Well, um, when you say what I'm going to be arrayed in, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really want to put on no jean skirt because you, when you use the word arrayed, you know, I, you know, I, 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 you know, it's a, it made, it made me think twice. You know, when you say, what are you going to be arrayed in? You know, I'm thinking like, maybe, you know, I should think about this thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should, I should just, I should, I should. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, maybe I should think about this. That I, Okay, what are you going to be arrayed in tomorrow? Arrayed? What kind of function is it? Well, why are you asking me what kind of function is it? Because you use the word arrayed. You didn't say what you gonna wear. What clothes you wearing tomorrow? What are you gonna be arrayed in? Arrayed? Who gonna be that girl? Girl, who gonna be that? You can come on, give me the tea. Who gonna be that? Who gonna be that? Right? What are you gonna be arrayed in? So verse eight, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen. But not just arrayed in fine linen, but clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Righteousness of the saints. The fine linen. What are you going to be arrayed in? Are we going to be arrayed in the fine linen and have the bridegroom and those rejoicing because we've made ourselves ready? You think it's easy to be arrayed in fine linen? You think it's easy to have the fear of the Lord when there are many people telling you you shouldn't fear God? You think it's easy to keep the word of God when many people are telling you you shouldn't believe the word? It's a bunch of crap. You think it's easy to keep the statutes and the laws of God when there people are telling you you're doing too much, you being extra, that ain't, God ain't want you to do all. You think it's easy? But it's necessary. Amen. Isn't it necessary, saints? Because you are going to be one of the ones that didn't go with the in crowd. 
that didn't say God's word is not sacred. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Do we believe? And my thing is this. If we don't believe all of the word, I say we shouldn't believe none of it. The Lord says, I'll have you hot or I'll have you cold. But if you're going to be lukewarm, get out of here. I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. You know why? Because you telling me that I'm not enough for you. The very one that gave you breath every day to say that I'm not enough. You telling me that I am the ultimate love. Ultimate. And you telling me that you're going to reject me. You've experienced me and then you turn away from me for something fake, false and phony. Something that tickle your ears and make your flesh feel real good. This what you saying? Oh, so you going to follow them when you know what I said. There is a reckoning day. Proverbs chapter 7 verse 3. Proverbs chapter 7 verse 3. And then we're going to get off of here. Let's read one. My son, keep my words. We can stop right there. Couldn't we stop right there? My son, keep my words. Can we stop right there, saints? Proverbs is the book of wisdom. And this is why the enemy wants me and you to let down our guards. Because he knows if I can get them to let down their guards, okay, then I can get them to be naked. No shield, no buckler, no no sword. Just naked on the battlefield. We don't, no, no, no helmet, nothing. If I can get them to lay that word down, I got them. But father, being a good, good father, that's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. Because you're perfect in all of your ways. Perfect in all of your ways. Perfect in all of your ways. You are. 
If I can get them to lay that word down, then they're not sons of God. If I can get them to lay the word down, then they're not daughters of Zion. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live. I don't want to be a dead man walking. I don't want to be a dead woman walking. I don't want to be dead. I want to have life and have it more abundantly. He says, and my law as the apple of thine eye. What law? The law of Moses is done away with. Ain't nobody talking. The the Lord's word is his law. This is the law of the kingdom. And I don't know what kingdom we want to be a part of. But the, the, the Lord's kingdom, Lord, let your kingdom come so that your will can be done in earth as it is in heaven. This kingdom, it's this kingdom. These are the laws of this kingdom. What kingdom are you of? Heaven and earth shall pass away. But is this word that's going to stand? Is this kingdom? It's this stature. It's these laws. He said, bind them upon thy fingers. Write them up on the table of thine heart. Now, can you see my heart or can I see your heart? No, you can't see my heart. You can see attributes of my heart by the things I do, but you can't see my heart physically. The word says the Lord wants us to bind these things on our fingers. How, how, do, why, why, how do we bind it on our fingers? By the things we do. What am I doing? Am I taking the, the same fingers that this word is bound on? And am I, am I picking up the phone? And am I sowing discord among the brethren? Right? Am I, what am I doing with my hands? He says, write them up on the table of my heart, of your heart. Because out of the heart, Okay, there's something that's going to flow from there and it's going to spew out of the mouth. It's going to come on. These are the issues of life. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister and call understanding thy kin's woman that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger with flattereth with her words.
So we we have direction here in the word that tells us to call wisdom your sister and call understanding your kinswoman. All right. Call wisdom your sister, understanding your kinswoman, because there's a stranger going through the land. And if you're not found in the company of wisdom and understanding, you're going to be taken by the stranger. Wisdom, you can only be sisters with wisdom when you fear the Lord. You see how the word connects? This is why nobody can turn me against the word of God. Because it connects itself. Wisdom. The beginning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So in order for you to uh, not to be engrafted in the family in the first place. It's going to start with respecting God's word. What did he say? Well, then I don't need to do it. And if I find myself doing it, I'm praying. I'm finding myself like the harlot at the feet of Jesus saying, Lord, please help me with this. I've been found in the act of adultery. And yes, the Lord says he was without sin. Let him cast the first stone. Well, your accusers, they're gone. You arise and sin no more. We don't give ourselves excuses to stay in sin. But we say, Lord, you see where I am and I need you to help me. This is the only way we live, move, and grow. We stop making excuses for ourselves. I got to stop making excuses for me. If I want to grow, I have to stop. You stop it. Right? I I, I talk to myself. I'm kind to myself. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind to me, but I talk to me too. Like you, you're going to do better. You're going to do better now because we're not going to do this. We're not going to have this. This not how it's going to be. You're going to do better. I have to expect it from me first before I can expect it from you. You got to expect it from you first before you can expect that from me. Who is my brother? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you're your brother's keeper, Cain. So should I not expect better from you? Brother, sister, should I not expect better from you? Well, I can't expect better from you if I don't expect better from myself first. I got to expect better from me. I got to put myself on the altar, say, Lord, I'm here. I am the offering, Lord. I need you to be that consuming fire and consume everything that's not like you. Because when the bridegroom comes, I got to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. Isn't that your testimony too? So in order for us to be even in the family of God, the, in, the, in the kingdom, in order for us to be in the kingdom of having wisdom being our sister and understanding being the kinswoman, we got to fear the Lord first. 
Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of a beautiful relationship. It's the beginning of love as strong as death. It's the beginning of an eternity of having relationship with someone not stabbing you in the back. Talking about you like a dog. It's the beginning of love unspeakable. The agape love. It's the beginning of of, of our reality. The, the reality that we have been born into when we are born again. It's the beginning after baptism. It's the beginning. It's the very beginning. Some of us, we have not even started the beginning yet. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning. And God is bringing the fear of the Lord back to his houses. God is bringing the fear of the Lord back. Because it's the beginning of wisdom. This is when we can associate ourselves with understanding now. I understand now. I understand why I should hide the word on the table of my heart. So that I might not sin against God. I understand that when I do this. I'm not going to make excuses for me. And I'm not going to make excuses for you. I'm going to love you. But because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I know in order to stay partners with him. I must walk in the truth. I know in order to have my loins covered with truth. I have to walk in the truth. I know to walk in the truth. It may not agree with you but now is the time the dividing line now is the time to make the decision do I love Jesus more or do I love you more if I love Jesus more I'm going to be on his side and I'm going to give you a rope of life and tell you come on now come on come on no you got to keep coming no 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 I can't come where you are because if I come where you are both of us are damnable okay but if you if I hold the rope and I keep pulling you then now me and you can have life and have it more abundantly now. I can't go out there and smoke a joint with you and try to win you. That ain't going to do it. See, now I'm hungover because I ain't never smoked no joint. See, your body used to it. Me, I be in the, I just be in the, in the, in the, in the place just smoking up joints. You won't be able to drag me out of there because I ain't never had no joint. My body be like, okay, what's this? Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on now. No, I ain't been drunk before. I'm out here trying to drink and trying to pull, trying to witness. I, I know we ain't nobody. We ain't nobody better than nobody. We all, we all like, we all uh, fall short of the glory. And look, I'm drinking too, but I tell you, God show him good. And then I'm just drinking and drinking and drinking. And you looking and looking and looking and looking at me, make a mess of myself. And now I'm just all crazy. Just drinking every drop. I'm like, ooh, yeah, gosh, oh, we're good. Good God, there's some good liquor. Good God. God is good, everybody. God is good, everybody. When you see somebody with a gun, and you know, and you see in their eyes that they're trying to kill you, you don't, you don't, you don't be playing. You don't, you don't play around, do you? You know, it's at this point, I can either live and see my family again, or it's at this point that I die. Because there's somebody holding a gun at me, and they ain't playing. 
Do you know the enemy is holding a gun at you every day? And the only thing that's keeping you safe is the word of God. That's the only protection we have. You don't dare let nobody talk you into laying your protection down. You hold up the standard. Hold up that standard. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Saints, I love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.